0: me how do you know that you just can't be working eighteen hours a day every day the way I am. I just don't think you are you don't really know anymore you're right okay that's a big mistake you never made. <laughs> made this is all just fundamentally wrong and for any online gurus out there that are boasting about how hard they work and how they can outwork anyone I'm gonna make Monday morning my b- it's just one big big measuring contest and it leads people to thinking that hard work equals success and that's simply not true. So many people outwork me on paper, but I still make more money than them. Now, of course I work hard, but it's not the driving force behind how I went from being broke to becoming financially free. And I know a lot of you might not believe me right now, but in this video, I'll show you how you can become rich by working less and by measuring success on how hard you work is just keeping you poor. Everyone has the same 24 hours in their day. But how does someone like me make more money than people that work more hours? Statistically, a farmer works on average 116 hours a week out of the total 168 they have available. I on average work probably about half of that, but out of choice, because I am fully addicted to this. But if I really wanted to, I could work significantly less. Now the average salary for a farmer in the UK is around 32,000 pounds a year. That means they only make 580 pounds a week. Now last week alone, I made 22,000 pounds in my marketing agency. A farmer could be an outlier, so let's do another one. A real estate agent. They work on average 49 hours a week with an average hourly wage of 18 pounds. That's still only 882 pounds per week and 21,000 pounds less than I made last week in just one of my businesses. And look, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this because I want to get this message across to you. I could make an annual salary on a bad week whilst hiking up a mountain in Iceland or sipping on a cold beer on a boat in Ibiza. I have the freedom and financial ability to do this, as do many other people, because of one thing. I make the right decisions on how to spend my time. And I know it sounds simple, right? But if everyone was good at decision-making, a lot more people would be in the same shoes as me. You see, there are four key things that you really need to get used to to get good at decision-making. And the first one, is task delegation think of it as if you are the manager or coach of the team and your objective is to win the league at the end of the season right you can't do it all on your own you need the players with significant skills that can fulfill each role efficiently enough to beat your opponents time and time again right this is the same for business there are so many parallels between games and business that make so much sense because at the end of the day that's all business really is is one big game. And the only way to win the game is by delegating tasks to a high-performing team. You need to make the right hires. We only have two hands. Can't conquer the world on our own, right? So to make good decisions, delegate tasks to the right people and only perform tasks alone that have to be done by you. We only have 24 hours in the day. So use that time wisely. That sound like a human quote today but it's true we need to understand how to use our time effectively and when to delegate tasks that aren't efficient for us to fulfill ourselves so that leads me on to the next pillar and that is value selling the rich don't trade time for money right they trade value for money and value is scalable and isn't limited by the number of hours you have in a day. The more complex the problem is to solve, the fewer people that are to solve it, meaning the people that can solve it can charge more money. Now, I love my dad, right? But he spent his entire career trading time for money in a very skilled job. Now, the value he provides is worth millions to the companies that he works for, but he certainly has never been paid that. In fact, trading time for money makes very, very, few people money, if not any, which is why in America, 58% of adults live paycheck to paycheck. And even worse than that, they don't even enjoy the jobs that they're working in. So if you wanna make money, you need to sell value. Let's look at the founders of Uber, Travis Kalanick and Garrett Camp. They basically revolutionized local transport. The ease of getting around is directly attributed to Uber, and hence they have nailed value selling. Uber's USP is the ability to provide customers with quick, convenient transport on demand. Their tagline is always the ride you want. It reminds people of the hassle of waiting for taxis or the lack of control that comes with public transport or the difficulties of driving themselves around a busy city people are sold on the value of the convenience and comfort of the service they provide. They saw a clear problem and invented a solution for it. And it's the same with all successful business owners like Daniel Ek. In 2006, he created a destination for affordable and easily accessible music. Access to a library of over 80 million songs. Music was never as accessible as it is until Spotify came along. Apart from maybe on LimeWire, if any of you remember that. Now, Spotify is currently one of the largest streaming softwares in the world with over 433 million monthly active users. So what am I getting at here? Exchange value for money instead. And the wider an audience you can disperse this value to, the more money you will make. If you can learn how to solve human problems by creating value for a product or service, then your earnings will never be limited by the hours in the day. Cool. The next is smart work. And I'm not that work smart, not a hard guy. The thing is with hard work is it prevents you from spending time thinking. Henry Ford once said that thinking is the hardest work there is, which is probably the reason why so few actually engage in it. Ultimately, the richest 1% are just thinking harder than you are. I went on the podcast recently and the host asked me, Jordan, what is your gift? And what is the reason you specifically are successful? And my immediate internal dialogue said to me, well, I'm not, I'm the same as everybody else, okay? But then I thought about that. I told him that I see my brain or I treat my brain as if I am an athlete, a mental athlete. I treat it in the same way a physical athlete would treat their body. I optimize my entire life around my mental performance and eliminating brain fog. I spend the majority of my time thinking about how I can break through that next business barrier, how I can continue to grow every single week and every single month. My gift is that I'm a critical thinker as most successful business owners are. And that is a skill that can a hundred percent be learned because I wasn't always like that you just need to recondition your brain over time to value thoughts in the same regard as physical hard work so you can actually work smarter the entire education system is built to condition us into thinking that hard work equals success that hard work will make you fulfilled happy and rich and free but it does the opposite in so many cases hard work without intelligence will just create sweat and no results minimal finances Abraham Lincoln once said that if I had six hours to cut down a tree I'll spend the first four sharpening the saw so many people waste their time going the long route, doing the obvious thing, because they haven't allowed themselves the time to actually think about if there's a quicker and smarter way to get to the end result. That's why task delegation is so important. You need to delegate all the tasks that cost you time so you can spend the majority of your time on things that actually move the needle. Final thing I wanna touch on, as unfair as it sounds, is you need to be a little lucky. Right? It doesn't matter if you're a genius. In the end, success or getting rich requires a little bit of luck and chance. And I'd be a fool not to admit that. Sometimes you're just in the right place at the right time, coming up with great ideas and having the right support network of people around you. Now, don't get me wrong here. Luck isn't something that I talk about often because there aren't many things I hate more than when somebody discounts someone else's success as luck. It is extremely rare when luck alone is the cause of someone's success. For luck to even be on the cards, you need to be playing the game. You need to be taking risks every single day because luck and risk are symbiotic, right? Entrepreneurs risk it all. They risk their money, their relationships, their time, their pride. They put everything on the line just for the chance of having success, just for the chance of being rich. And our lives literally only improve when we are taking those daily chances so never regret taking a risk even if it doesn't pay straight away because one day you might just get a little bit lucky now i want to end the video on this final note i'm not trying to say that hard work isn't important at all of course it is wealth is not just gonna simply fall into your lap i work my fucking ass off and i've sacrificed so much to get to the position that i'm in but it's time to realize that hustle culture is just without context. Just because you're staying late in the office every day doesn't mean you're gonna be rich and successful. Sure, it'll put you ahead, but only if the work you're doing is smart. And at the end of the day, there is no such thing as overnight success. Consistency over time is the only thing that's gonna get you there. And if you enjoyed this video and you wanna continue learning, check out the next video now to learn the business model that I used to make my first million. Cheers.